The views and opinions of the following show do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of News Talk 1450 WOL, Radio 1 Incorporated, or their management. Is the Uncle Devin's show. Come on, Uncle Devin's show. Do you want to have some fun? Yeah, yeah. You want to learn Monday something to too? everyone. Yes, Welcome to the Uncle Devin show here on WOL 1450 AM 95.9 FM, where information is power. Today's show is brought to you by I Am We Nation.com, the first 24 7 online children's music radio station dedicated to the urban community. Uh, They provide age-appropriate and culturally relevant children's music of different genres beyond the mainstream, including hip-hop, funk, jazz, go-go, reggae, and more. Go to www.iamwenation.com. That's iamwenation with two e's, dot com. Um, I'm your host, Uncle Devin, the children's drum cushionist, and welcome to my show, which is dedicated to helping eradicate what I call music adultification. Uh, that's where we, we force our children to listen to inappropriate adult music instead of age-appropriate and culturally relevant music. This program is dedicated, therefore, to parents, teachers, and um, as I, I hear my theme song going up, I, I always want to start singing and I need to wait for the music to go off so I can keep talking. But anyway, this show is dedicated to parents, teachers, and guardians of children within the urban community and beyond to educate uh, uh, us and, and them on the importance that music plays in a child's development and how we can take back control of what our children listening music experience uh, is. Our call-in number is 1-800-450-7876. And I am so excited to have a wonderful guest with me today. Um, I believe we hooked up um, via social media. Uh, somehow we were friends on Instagram and ultimately on Facebook. Uh, and I really, really love the messages that you put out, the uh, information that you put out, but also uh, just the me- uh, what you represent. Uh, my guest is uh, Miss Jennifer Higgins, uh, the founder and executive director of Regeneration 180 an African-centered education and counseling service for African, for, for the, we say the African child, African-American child. We're going to talk a little bit about, you know, African, African-American or what have you. But first of all, let me just welcome you to the Uncle Devin Show. Thank you so much. All right, we're going to pull the mic, mic closer right. so we can hear that voice. Well, again, this is just a conversation. Um, and for our audience, um, it's, you know, as you know, we, we have a number of different um, guests on the show. And we're going to show you a connection also in terms of uh, what, uh, Regeneration 180 does, and we're going to make some connections even to to music. But first of all, Jennifer, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, where, you know, are you originally from the the DMV area? No, actually, I'm from. Well, I was born in Flint, Michigan. Um, I grew up right outside of there uh, in a suburb called Grand Blanc. Okay. Um, so I moved to the DMV in 2003 after I graduated from Clark Atlanta University. Ah, Clark and, Atlanta. Um, which I actually um, graduated in a uh, with a degree in radio, television, film, oh, which did I did you? not use. Oh, really? Oh, see, now we're gonna change that. Yeah, you got a, you got the perfect yeah. voice, and you definitely got the message. Yeah, okay. I really didn't think I did back then. <laughs> <laughs> but after I moved um, to Baltimore in 2003, I started teaching. Um, it seemed to be 
I guess the easiest profession to go into, you mm-hmm. know, not knowing, you know, not using my degree, mm-hmm. knowing I didn't want to use my degree. Right. Um, and soon after that, I started at Howard University and got my master's in school psychology. So. Oh, okay. All right. Well, so from Flint, Michigan, I mean, I know, of course, most people are more familiar with the current water crisis, yeah. but Flint has also even a greater history just with the history of struggle Absolutely. and, and also, um, mm-hmm. so after you came out, I guess the question is, tell us a little bit about Regeneration 180. What is it and when did you start it? So Regeneration 180 uh, has evolved into what it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, I started Regeneration. Well, I named Regeneration uh, in 2010, mm-hmm. right before my, my first daughter was born. Okay. Um, I feel like that had to come out of me before she came out. Mm-hmm. Um, it just happened that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I so at, at first regeneration 180 was about um, just holistic education not necessarily African centered but mm-hmm. um, you know education for the mind body and the soul mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. once uh, you know as I was continuing my career and um, you know being a mother really mm-hmm. puts different things mm-hmm. in you <laughs> mm-hmm. um, different feelings in you that you really didn't know w- mm-hmm. was there and right. it kind of guided regeneration into what it is now okay um, so regeneration 180 is a community schoolhouse for the whole family we, we are teaching parents children and the community um, we uh, have transformed what would be ordinary learning supports into extraordinary ones that you know probably have never been seen mm-hmm. Um, we're trying to do so many things in one. Mm -hmm. And, um, so there are a lot of different programs that I have created, um, to address the issues that I've seen as a parent, Mm -hmm. uh, as a school psychologist Mm -hmm. and, um, just as a human being. Mm -hmm. Um, so regeneration is about counseling. It's about, uh, the, the therapeutic aspect and it's also, but it's also about education because, um, you know, when you get down to the bare bones of what psychological, um, you know, psychological mm-hmm. health is about, mm-hmm. it's really about education. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wanted to tie in everything that I am and everything that, you know, mm-hmm. um, I have been through mm-hmm. um, into regeneration. Well, you know, the part of uh, mental health, I think, first of all, I commend you because it's still a negative stigma right. in yeah. most communities, but certainly in the black community. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Talk a little bit about uh, what you, you know, the, the whole uh uh, the work that you do in that area uh, through one re- regeneration. What can someone gain or get from w- one uh, regeneration 180? Mm-hmm. Uh, focusing on the mental health aspect. So I, um, you know, like I said, I came from a school psychologist background. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a school psychologist in practice. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we do use a lot of labels and limitations to mm-hmm. put on people. Uh, to categorize them, and um, that is something that regeneration is not. We are not here to label. We are not here to put people in categories, but we are just here to help people. Mm -hmm. Um, Absolutely, I do think that depression is real. Absolutely, I do think that anxiety is real. Um, But we're just not calling it those things because all of those things all wrap up into one single thing, which is trauma, Mm -hmm. Um, and especially in the black community Mm -hmm. where... um, you know, a lot of our issues haven't been addressed. We've right. been um, oppressed for so long. We've mm-hmm. felt, um, we've learned to feel a certain way about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I'm just here to address mm-hmm. that. Well, you know, especially the trauma piece. I mean, you you probably know, knowing history, that this year is the 400th anniversary since the first so-called um, 
uh, uh, Columbus ships, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 1619, you know, here we are in 2019. And throughout 400 years, there has not been really any type of counseling mm-hmm. um, that, that, um, that we've had in our community to be able to address the trauma of everything that has gone on. Um, And so I'm glad to hear, hear what you do and talk. And I love the concept you said about community schoolhouse. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit more about that. I love that. I don't know if I've heard that concept before. Uh So instead of calling regeneration a school, Mm -hmm. which it is, um, it's a schoolhouse because we have so many different programs Mm -hmm. that I've been working on, you know, since, well, even before I left DCPS last Mm -hmm. summer, um, you oh, know, so I've been you were working. with DCPS. Okay. I was with DCPS. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, they've just, they've just evolved into something that is holistic. It all comes together. Mm-hmm. We're reaching kids that are still in the school mm-hmm. system, the public schools. We're reaching kids that mm-hmm. um, need to get away from or just can't handle, um, you know, what is being fed into the school system. And um, also the parents, like I said, in the community. Because my main goal is for my children and their peers Mm -hmm. to be able to make the changes that we think that we're making Mm -hmm. by doing the things that we're doing Mm -hmm. over and over again. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're just going to try something new. Just, you know, like I have talked to my children about college. Mm -hmm. I've gone to college, Mm -hmm. but if it were up to me, Come on. my children would not attend college. I'm telling you, I I, I don't know how this generation does it nowadays. Yeah. With yeah. The, you know, I understand one of the at Morehouse College, the commencement address speaker said that he would pay for all of the school loans mm-hmm. for all the I graduates. Saw that. Yeah. yeah, I mean now that's rare. I mean, but mm-hmm. I I don't know how they do it because you end up in so much debt. Yes, um, that you almost can't breathe when you come out. Absolutely. And yeah. um, so so where are you based out of? Well, right now we're based in Laurel. Laurel, Maryland. Okay. Um, and we are looking at property in Bowie, so okay. hopefully that will come up soon. Um, but we're in Laurel, and um, like I said, there are different programs that are uh, based in in regeneration, but uh, some of them are push-in programs. So, for example, da- Daughters of the Diaspora. Okay, um, yes. That is a push-in program where it's uh, after school mm-hmm. um, for girls who are quote unquote troubled or at risk. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was, I have to say daughters of the diaspora was really difficult for me to, to settle on in my Mm -hmm. mind because Mm -hmm. number one, um, I didn't really want to go back to the the schools. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't really want to go work back in the public schools, but also Mm -hmm. number two, um, well, no. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll just go with okay. that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, we'll, well just go with that. You know, my niece is yeah. a, my niece is a teacher in uh, DCPS, and yeah. uh, so uh, but in, prior to that, she was a teacher in the uh, charter schools, mm-hmm. and so through her experience, I get to see what people have to go through, and right. and some some for some people that's a good that's a great experience. But what was the what was it difficult leaving? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. My mind was my mind left way before right. you know my time um, ended there. Okay. Um, I feel like DCPS. Uh, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. This, but this, this <laughs> no. DCPS yeah. kind of it pushed me mm-hmm. kind of out of the system because right. I had been working for um, other schools, mm-hmm. uh, private schools, a special education school here in uh, Silver Spring. Well, actually, they just moved to Hyattsville. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started at St. Francis Academy in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've had 
a lot of different experiences in the classroom, outside of the classroom, but mm -hmm. nothing like DCPS, nothing like working for a public school system. Yeah. There you see everything that okay. is wrong from the, you know, from the top to the bottom. Mm -hmm. um, and how, you know, I, I know that many of my peers and my colleagues are still feeling suffocated because, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's things that you want to do, but you can't because there's so many regulations. And mm -hmm. then, um, you know, there's things that they just won't think to do mm -hmm. uh, in order to intervene in these issues that we have right. in our community. And so, um, yeah, it, oh. it was not difficult at all <laughs> to leave. And you're listening to uh, Jennifer Higgins, the founder and uh, uh, founder of uh, Gen Regeneration 180. Uh, it's African-centered school and resource. And we're going to talk a little bit about what African-centered is. And, you know, there are several reasons why anyone of African descent should be proud of their heritage. I'm going to give you my top five reasons in one minute right here on, uh, okay, on, on the Uncle Devin Show. In fact, real quick, give your contact information. How can someone reach you? Okay. Um, well, if you'd like to reach me by, uh, via email, it is just uh, Jennifer at Regeneration180.org. Um, and you can also visit our website, www.regeneration180.org. Okay. And I'm, uh, and again, so we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, we hear, I know a lot of people say, why African centered? Why you got to be African centered? Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to talk about that. And again, when I, when we return, there's several reasons why anyone of African descent should be proud of their heritage. And I'm going to give you uh, my top five reasons in one minute right here on the Uncle Devin show, 1450 AM, 95.9 FM. Don't go anywhere. First one for 1450 AM, 95.9 FM, WOL, where information is power. Welcome back. This is Uncle Devin, the children's drum cushionist. And you're listening to uh, my program here on WOL, 1450 AM, 95.9 FM, where we focus on eradicating adult what we call music adultification that's where we force our children to listen to inappropriate adult music instead of uh, age appropriate and culturally relevant music and we're here i'm talking my guest is um jennifer higgins the founder and ceo or and uh, everything of uh regeneration 180 which is an african-centered uh education and counseling service uh servicing children of african descent and i just want to i want to Talk, talk a little bit about why African-centered. And, you know, there's several reasons why anyone, uh, especially of African descent, should be proud of their heritage. And I, I just came up with a quick five uh, that, I, that I wanted to bring out, um, which is, makes me proud. The first is that African is the, civil, is, is the birthplace of all humanity. That's right. Everything starts there. You wouldn't think that living in a Europeanized society like this, but uh, certainly you, you, you'll see that. It's the, the Africa gave us the first concepts of family, God, science, math, religion, and art, music and art. Um, and long before Europe and the Europeans walked this earth, we developed the first thriving civilizations. Okay. So that was the first three, you know, and now number four, um, you know, I have a book that I'm going to gift to you and I can give copies, uh, especially for your older children. I wrote a book called the, an appeal to the African church in America back in 2002. It was my social 
I guess, I guess it was, it was my protest uh, of the church, specific, specifically the AME Zion church where I came out of, okay. that we were African, but we weren't teaching about Africa. Mm. And it was there that, you know, I, number four, the fourth reason for why we should be proud is that the first country named in the Bible was in Africa. Many people don't realize that, but it was Genesis 2.13. Uh, it's Ethiopia, but sometimes it's, uh, it's spelled Cush, C-U-S-H or K-U-S-H. And then the, the fifth reason, and I'm, this is going to bring us right back into uh, Regeneration 180, is that the original kings and queens of the world were African. I don't know about you, but I get sick and tired of hearing the news saying uh, the royal family. Mm-hmm. And they're only referring to the, royal, the so-called royal family in Europe. Right. There are over 40, maybe 44, 45 royal families in the country, I mean, in the world. And the original ones were actually in Africa. Mm-hmm. But one thing I've come to realize, and, and this might be one of the reasons why you started what you started, is that um, the specific history of Europe has become the general history of everyone else through cultural Absolutely. imposition. Yes. Talk a little bit about why you are African-centered or why your organization is African-centered. Mm-hmm. Well, because in the center of myself, I am African. I believe that, um, well, I know that Africa is in you and not necessarily, you know, you have to be born in Africa to be African. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I am an African woman. Mm-hmm. I call myself an African woman, and I would I would hope that in the future, um, you know, our children will be able to recognize their Africanness, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Um, and that's so hard to do when you're, um, going to a school and, you know, involved in a system that doesn't recognize you at all. Mm-hmm. And if they do, um, you know, it's just kind of like on the side or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll throw this or we'll throw that to you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our history, I learned when I was in college, mm-hmm. um, even though my mother tried to, you know, do as much as she could to, you know, expose us to different things, teach us, because she was a, she was a child of the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... You know, I don't want that um, education, my child's education, to be solely, you know, based in European thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we have a voice. We Mm -hmm. have a perspective. um, And, you know, other cultures have different perspectives as well. And I believe, I believe that in order for us to, you know, conquer these social problems that we're having mm-hmm. um, that we've always had. Let's, mm-hmm. not, let's not act like it's new. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of these issues that we're having, being in this country, we have to be recognized. We have to remind ourselves who we are. Right. Um, and that's exactly what I'd like to do. Well, well, you have these different programs. Mm-hmm. You have Nana's Womb. What's Nana's Womb? So Nana's Womb is our school, our uh, K through 12 school. Okay. Um, it is a micro school and it is starting initially at a, as a homeschool co-op. So next year we'll be starting, I'm sorry, next school year, which is in the fall, uh, we'll be starting our first class. Um, And um, so it's a homeschool co-op that's going to, that is recognized in my heart Mm -hmm. as a school. Um, I I know that the the system will never Mm -hmm. recognize it as a school. Mm -hmm. It'll always be a co-op to them. Um, But I don't. Mm-hmm. care about that that's not what i care that's about right. i care about um what's actually the content mm-hmm. the curriculum you know that we're teaching our children so you say homeschool co-op is mm-hmm. it just for homeschoolers then or so it will be for homeschoolers okay. it will be for parents who have decided that going to public school every day is not right for their child mm-hmm. um 
no matter their circumstance, whether you have a label on you that mm-hmm. has been placed by the system, um, by someone like myself, mm-hmm. <laughs> unfortunately, or, you know, or it's just a struggle mm-hmm. or, or they just recognize, they just wake up and recognize that, you know, come on, this is not what I want for my child. Okay. Because what it's, what it's leading to is not something that is promising, you know, really no one, um, black or white or yellow, is not really a- attaining the American dream. So um, I just want to um, make sure that my children and the children that are under the umbrella of Nana womb, Nana's yeah. womb um, are educated properly. Okay. And then you also started to talk about Daughters of the Diaspora. Mm-hmm. What's that? So uh, Daughters of, Di- of the Diaspora is a social-emotional learning program. Um, and social-emotional learning is very big, um, you know, around the country right now in all public schools, but basically it's just character education. If you want to, if you want to know the truth, it's just Mm -hmm. character education. There's different dimensions that, um, you know, combine and, um, make this whole, this whole kind of concept of social emotional learning. Um, and we teach, uh, the, the girls about, uh, like I said, character education through Ma'at. Ma'at is, um, very old and very ancient, and um, it's just a way of a being. It's just a way of living. It's a it's the the principles that you guide that you're guided by. Um, it's the universal principles. Mm-hmm. They're cosmic laws. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we'll be focusing on ma'at. We'll be focusing on um, just loving yourself from you know the the crown to the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, that, and I'm and I'm actually partnering with. Uh, one of my former colleagues, Angie Bryant. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Angie. Mm-hmm. Um, she still works for uh, DCPS, mm-hmm. and we've collaborated on uh, creating the curriculum and also presenting it to the DCPS students. So will all these programs be going on simultaneously? or Yes, they will. Okay. Yes, okay. They, yes they will. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Just to plug real quick, if, um, you know, if there's any parents out there that feel that it's a program that the Daughters of the Diaspora is a a program that is needed at their child's school, please contact me at the um, email address that I that I put out earlier. Uh, Matter of fact, give give, give, give your contact information. Jennifer at Regeneration180.org. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the website? And the website is www.Regeneration180.org. Okay. And... um, now you're a nonprofit organization as well. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes. So, um, how can community support what you're doing? So, on the website, you know, we have a couple of different um, links. Mm-hmm. We've got a GoFundMe link on okay. the website. We also have an Amazon wish list, uh, and we have a shop mm-hmm. where you can buy merchandise. Uh, my husband, shout out to Learning Brethren. That's my husband, David Higgins. Um, I see he you, David. De- he designed. Um, he's a wonderful graphic designer. Um, he designed the the shirts and the bags that we're selling okay. um, for donations. So if you'd like to contribute, um, please, mm-hmm. you know, go to the site. Now, as I mentioned, and as you know, Uncle Devin is uh, uh, even before I started doing the radio station. Um, I'm a music artist for children. Uh-huh. Um, we create uh, the Uncle Devin show is an interactive musical experience that uh, uses drums and percussion to cultivate their minds. Sort of a dynamic cross between DC's trouble funk and schoolhouse rock. What role does <laughs> what role does music play in your school or in the program and what you do? Mm-hmm. So 
I have music in my heart. I always say that if I wasn't if I wasn't down this path, and probably sometime down the road, you know, I think I want to be like a lounge singer or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Even though I'm not like the best like, singer, but I like, sing pretty good. I say 20, um, 20 feet from stardom. You ever see that? <laughs> yeah, what about the background singers and the role? Oh, that, uh-huh, oh yeah. yeah, marvelous. But okay, but go ahead. So music will play a, a very big portion in what we're doing, especially with Nana's Womb, mm-hmm. um, because... You know, just looking at my own kids, I know that children, you know, react and and respond to rhythm. Um, And so that's just not even just rhythm of a beat, but just like being on, you know, being on rhythm, being Mm -hmm. able to, you know, do things how they should. And so, um, yeah, music will be a very big portion. However, that part of the program has not been fully developed. Okay. So we can talk. Uncle well, I'm going to say, well, see, that's what this is about also. It's about <laughs> partnerships, you uh-huh. know, not just with me, but, yeah. you know, my man Groovy Nate that's in studio, uh-huh. that's here with us um, and, and others that we can help you develop it. That's what we do. Right. Okay. And uh, so we, we got just a couple more minutes. I didn't get a chance to introduce your colleague, uh, Lola, uh, who's on, who's here with you. Say hello, Lola. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, um, but we'll, we'll talk a little bit more. If you're watching us on Facebook right after the show, we're going to continue to have a discussion where you hear a little bit more from Lola. Uh, give the audience, again, your contact information and the best way that they can uh, make a contribution uh, to um, Re- Regeneration 180. Okay. So the best way to make a contribution is to go to the website, www.regeneration180.org. Um, and on the far right, uh, you'll see the donation um, tab. Okay. And uh, my contact information, again, is jennifer at regeneration180.org. Well, I want to wish you all the success um, in the you. world. We need more initiatives like this, especially from young people like yourself. Thank so you. for the audience, uh, make sure you reach out to her. This has been the Uncle Devin Show, and it was brought to you by IamWeNation.com, the first 24-7 online music radio station for children of African descent. So once you go to the station, uh, listen right now. You can download the, um, you can go straight to the website and get to it. And we got to leave out right now. We hope to see you again next week. And remember, life is a drum. So beat it. Washington, D.C.'s News Talk, 1450 AM WOS and 95.9 FM.